is a divinely supervising father who, not just that there is a creator, but in other words, not a deist belief that there must be a first cause, but a theist belief that there's someone who knows and watches and cares. What does it mean to believe that? I think it has two very di disagreeable implications. One is that we are subjected all the time to a permanent, unending, round-the-clock surveillance that begins at least when we're born, some would say before, and doesn't even quit when we die. There's no privacy, there's no freedom, there's nothing you do that isn't watched over. And then you can be convicted of thought crime. You're already guilty because we know you at least were going to think about it. This is an absolute de definition of unfreedom. It's what Orwell means when he says that all totalitarianism is essentially theocratic. Is this for the weak? No, it postulates a hideous strength, to borrow a C.S. Lewis term. A horrible, unchallengeable despotism that could never be voted out or overthrown or transcended. And a parody, a horrible parody of the idea of fatherhood. I have three children. They don't want me to die, but I'm damn sure I'm not going to see them die. They will be at my funeral. That's my job. This father says, I'll never get out of the way. You'll be dead and I'll still be here. And I'll sit in judgment on you when you're dead as well. You'll never hear the end of me. You'll never see the back of me. This is a hideous, again, tyrannical parody. And it's not a weak person speaking. It's not the still, small voice of compassion. It's the utter arrogance of absolute power. Welcome to The CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, switch off. The CA records each Sunday live from Apostasy Studios. For more, please visit our Facebook page for the latest news, updates, and previews on some upcoming shows. You can email us at theca at rogers.com, and if we're amused or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now, here are Michael and Dean. All right, hello and welcome to the CA. Today is Monday, July 31st. I am Michael. I am Dean. Holy fuck, bro. Okay, so this is episode 18, brother. It is. 18 already. 18 already. Sweet and uh, the first thing I want to do is um, I've been going over some of the analytics for our uh, podcast, and uh, I want to say hello to our, our listeners from yeah. around the world. Seriously around the world. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Thank you guys from everywhere. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very, very cool. Um, and uh, we're going to try to uh, keep this thing going. And uh, keep it moving in a, a, a good uh, a good way, and um, try as to be as long as the internet's around, we'll be around. Yeah, and be as <laughs> fucking cuntingly blasphemous as possible. Um, yeah, the fucking cunt is like one of the best words, man. It I is. fucking love that. It's word. very it's very versatile. I love that word. So we got a lot of shit to get to today. Um, we may or may not have time for a fallacy because we got one, two, three, four, five, six, um, a bunch of news stories, and we're going to continue on with our series we started uh, last week, which is uh, seven things the church pretends are biblical, like, you know, God. Um, <laughs> well, no, God's definitely biblical. It ain't yeah. true, though. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, that's right. You're right. And uh, a few a few other things. Oh, and we got another one to uh, another one to start which are uh, five honest struggles most church leaders don't want to admit. Um, I want to touch little boys. That's just the Catholic <laughs> Church, though. Um, or at least as far as we know, that's just the Catholic Church. So yeah, yeah. this has been a fucked up week, man. This has been a fucked up week. It's been a very busy week. 
Trumple Stillskin is at it. Um, so why, we got I was I was saying this to my wife just last week. It's like we just need him to go away. Like I don't want anybody to assassinate him or anything like that. Don't martyrize him or anything like. That. He just needs to go away. If he can just spend his time at Miralago and do his own thing and not have an effect or a say in how the country evolves, just go away. No, that could be interesting. No, I don't. I don't wish because before he was president, nobody cared. Yeah. No, it's very true. Right. So he it's can do whatever true. he wants. Just go away. Just yeah. get your ideas and and worldview away from me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I don't wish any ill um, on him or any member of his family or anything else. But yeah, it would be nice if um, yeah, it would be nice if he just you, well, you put it well, just went away. So, but no, okay. So we got to talk about um, <sighs> we got to talk about the transgender military ban. Um, so this one is just, well, the fucking guy. One, I, I, I heard somebody say this on, on, uh, on, I love the way on he CNN tweets policy. Yeah. I, well, that's, that's one part of it. I heard somebody say on CNN that one of the things that they think, and this was just, I forget who it was now. And he was, he was, he was very clear that he was expressing his opinion only, but that he thinks that basically para- paraphrasing Trump's pissed off that he has to have any votes other than his. He just thinks he should be able to, I want this, now fucking do what I want. Yeah. Because I'm the fucking CEO of the United States of America, um, and I'm the best, don't you know? And so just fucking do what I tell you to do, and, fu- and shut the fuck up and leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, he doesn't realize that, hey, this is a democracy. It's not a company that you can do, that you can run into the ground like you have with all your other companies. Yeah, exactly. And so, and but what I thought was really interesting was, you know, first of all, he, well, okay, putting policy out that isn't really policy because it didn't go through anything on social media. Yeah. Then he's limited to 140 characters. <laughs> so he had to do fucking three of them. Yeah. Um, and one of the first things he said was after consultation. So the very first thing that he tweets out is a fucking lie. And I love that the chair, I think it was the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, basically all of the branches of the military said, uh, we had no fucking idea this was coming. Yeah. Um, and made him look like the ass hat that he is. Um, because you can't just make policy like that. Um, it's so stupid. He probably just had some, uh, like a conversation with some homophobic moron, and he decides to tweet that. So you think, I think, I think it's just pandering. He's got, he's got Pence on his, he's got Pence to his right. Uh, who is as far right, I think, as you can go without uh, spinning back around much. to the left. Um, religious wingnut asshole. And I think it's just pandering. I think he read something or somebody said something to him, and he's like, yeah, yeah, we should totally do that. Uh, Twitter to the rescue. Fuck off, trans people. And it's just it's just so ridiculous. Now, from a very, very personal side of things, um, I remember, so we got to go back a little bit. Because I'm old. Well, I'm not that old. <laughs> but I'm old. I'm older than you are. I'm older than you are. Who are you talking to? Who's I'm older than you. Collective you or no, me? You. That's right. <laughs> I'm older than you. I'm older than all of you. Um, no. But I remember I was 19 years old during the first Gulf War. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself, because somebody's mentioned, and it was just like a whisper, and nothing ever came of it. 
but the word conscription. Right, because mm-hmm. this was a this was a big fucking deal, right? Yeah, I remember Lots the of Gulf people War. were involved. I was in high school, so you're not that much older than I. But the word conscription was used, and I remember thinking to myself, uh, "I I I ain't doing it. No, uh, I'll go to jail. Uh, I don't care." And it's nothing to do with the fact that I'm not patriotic and I don't love my country and freedom and all that other shit. Because I do love all that other all that and all that other shit. But I have a fundamental problem with a bunch of people. And, and I, I guess part of it is I don't get military. I don't mm-hmm. get it. It doesn't, I don't process it well in my brain. So I just, I don't get it. So I'm sure there's lots of people who could say, well, the thing is, and yeah, you know what? You're right. Uh, whoever's gonna, about to say that, uh, feel free, send us an email or message or something like that and tell me how I'm wrong. I get that I'm wrong. But in my brain, I don't get a bunch of people sitting in one place saying, here, here, soldiers, we want you to go over there and kill those people. It's like, fuck off. If you got a problem with why don't you go fucking kill them? Yeah. Why, why are you fucking sending me? Everything should be handled in a cage match between yeah. the two presidents. And I'm a chicken. <laughs> I ain't fucking, I ain't fucking doing that. It's like, um, it's, it's like, it reminds me of that. Again, it doesn't really apply, but, uh, you know, cause you're using bullets and stuff. But I remember once seeing this, uh, this joke or something like that. And, uh, it was about this, these hunters that were out hunting in the forest. It's like, oh, you have to be careful of the bears. And the, the, basically, basically the line was, you know, it's like, well, you know, we have to, we have to run. And the whole thing is if the bear starts chasing us, the one guy saying, I don't have to be faster than the bear. I just have to be faster than you. Yeah. Um, and that's what would happen with me in a war like situation. <laughs> um, everyone else would be slipping on their shit, <laughs> flying out of my ass behind me as, <laughs> as I'm fucking running for cover because I'm a coward. Um, and I'm okay with that. Well, we're lucky we live in Canada, so they can't exactly, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it when they draft the draft? Yeah, but they, they once here. upon a time, I think they did. Not in Canada. No, never. No, because Americans were running up here. Oh, okay. Well, it shows what I know. In the world during the World Wars. But so now you have this group of or people. no during Vietnam. That's when they were trying to draft people, and all the hippies, you know, those long-haired oh, hippies, okay, yeah, yeah. were running to Canada so they could ex- escape the draft. Right. So you have these you have these transgender individuals, um, who want to serve. Let them fucking serve. I'm, I'm who are patriotic, of, yeah. who love their country, who love freedom, and they actually want to lay, want, want to... Potentially. They, they, will, they will give their lives yeah. for these morals. And you're saying, no, you can't. For no reason. Yeah. It, it, does, it makes no sense whatsoever. And I'm reminded now that Increased Chris... Increased medical costs? Yeah. Well, the whole... But I'm also reminded of that a bit of from a Chris Rock sketch. It's like, they want to fight, let them fight. Because I ain't fighting. <laughs> <laughs> like, let them go. Because I'm not going. But, exactly. But the whole idea... And, and there was, a, there was a, like a retired general on the news. And he put it so amazingly. He laid it all out. And, and um, I think it was Anderson Cooper was talking to him for, uh, for quite a while. And he just basically stead, stood aside and said, you just explain all this to us. And he stood there and he very, very... In a very detailed manner, he said, listen, he said, first of all, let's talk about the numbers. And he put out the numbers, and I don't remember what all of the numbers are. But he said, he said that essentially there was something like 6,000 active members of the military, like in theater and in support mm-hmm, roles mm-hmm. and all this other shit, who are transgender. He said, that is, equi- that is approximately equivalent to the manpower it takes to launch an aircraft carrier. Yeah. Which blew me out. 6,000 fucking people on aircraft carrier? I had no idea. <laughs> I knew it wasn't one guy saying, you know, you start my battleship. But I had no fucking idea that it was 6,000 people. Now, okay, so 6,000 fucking people. 
the and so the part of the irony is Trump is talking about we need to be ready, we need to be, uh, you know, we need to be de- divisive de- winds or exactly something like all that, that other shit. Just... And now you're gonna take the manpower of an entire fucking aircraft carrier out of the picture. Yeah, which is stupid. And the other well, thing, uh, well, that's the that's the thing. It wasn't clear there. Trans people can't join the military now, or the ones that are in the military now are getting. And that's what John booted. McCain said. John McCain was like the mess. It, like he puts this stuff out on Twitter again, paraphrasing. He puts this out on Twitter. It's incredibly unclear. Yeah. There's, like there's what does no, he actually there's nothing mean? Behind Nobody it. knows. Um, you you have to talk to the gerbil that's running in between his fucking ears yeah. to find out what exactly he meant by this by this fucking idiocy he puts out there on Twitter. Now, well, he has no. It, he he just. It's 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 just like a knee jerk. Kind of, uh, this, this, this is what it is, and yeah. there's nothing behind it. No, there's no, there's, there's nothing. There's literally right. nothing behind it. Just like in his head, there's nothing behind. There's, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing there. behind it. It's like, look it up. Nothing there. There's just nothing there. It's like, it's like, don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> look behind the curtain. There's no man behind the curtain. Um, but then you mentioned money, right? Because the money, money is this huge thing. Money is this huge thing. I also found it hysterical. CNN. I, I watch a lot of CNN. Fine. Uh, maybe they're not the best, but I, I like. I like watching it. It's it's like a, I can take it in quickly and I can walk away and I can go back and they're talking about, about Fox it again. News. Yeah, no Fox News. <laughs> um, but so they have this um, after they have this general on who puts all this stuff and he can, he went into the money stuff and he's like you know it's somewhere around I think at the high end it was nine million dollars a year yeah, this for is... this kind of care which worked out to like it was such an infinitesimal yeah point zero 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 yeah. It was Whatever. such an infinitesimal the, amount of, of money. Military budget. Exactly. It's like it's like a oops, we forgot to move the column over. Yeah. When it comes to the military budget for the United States of America. Um, and then uh, afterwards you learn you learn that they spend something like ten times the amount on fucking Viagra. But let's put that aside for a second. Then a little bit after that, so this this guy puts together this really good argument, stuff like that. It's like, yeah, really cool. So even if I didn't have a problem with it, the whole thing is like you wanna you, it's like Okay, can you meet the standard? Yes, you can meet the standard. Are you willing to do this thing? Yes. Um, those are the only two questions yeah. that I have. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it's like, and, and I feel the same way about pretty much any job. I don't give a fuck what it is. I don't care if you're talking about being a firefighter or a, or, or a law enforcement uh, agent or a fucking brain surgeon. I don't give a fuck what it is. Yeah. Can you do the thing? Exactly. And do you want to do the thing? Yeah. Like these same, these same, these, um, like uh, the, it, when you were mentioning different uh, employment where it doesn't matter. I mean, these are the same people that would probably not want a trans person being a teacher, which again is that makes no difference. Yeah, Can exactly. you do the thing, and are you willing to do the thing? Yeah. That's what it, that's what that's what matters. Yeah, and so uh, so then they brought up so then they, they brought in this this uh, right wing this right wing loopy twit woman, and she quoted a, so the the first study was done by Rand. Right, Rand polling, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so pretty reputable. I don't know if they're perfect, um, but they are—they're certainly much more reputable than what Twit Woman quoted, which was from the Family Research Council, of course, uh, which is you know hyper right wing. It's 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 ironic because, and I can't remember who said this. It's not my original idea, but it's a great one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say it again. Essentially, you take you can take any organization in the United States of America. Um, you know, and if it's like the American Family Council, yeah. you know, or the anything like with values or anything yeah. like that, hyper right wing, crazy. Immediately put the word family, yeah, or values, values in it. Then, yeah, and then there you go. 
Yeah, hyper right wing. Immediately know that there's a cross nailed to it somewhere. Exactly. Or you want to nail someone to or it. Or it's nailed to a cross. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I think the whole thing is just is just stupid. Oh, and the other thing that the general said, which is really cool, is the almost incalculable is that a word? Yeah. Amount <laughs> of money that was spent training these people oh, to do these yeah. jobs. So because um, so, so one of the studies that I read today was only fifteen percent of the military is combat. Oh, fifteen. Fifteen one five. So there's eighty five. Eighty five percent exactly background is is like an engineer or a tactical expert of some kind yeah. or in transportation or a cook or I don't fucking know. Well, the other six thousand people on the aircraft carrier they don't see exactly. Yeah. You know, not everyone is Maverick, right? Yeah. Fly, you know, flying or the fucking... Or even the, 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 the yeah, guys the guy on the deck the, that tells you tell what to take up. With the light-up wands, the little mini <laughs> yeah, lightsabers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mini your lights. Exactly. So, okay. So there's 85% of people that are doing other shit, right? Yeah. And you can't serve either. So it immediately, it immediately makes the argument of putting people in a, in a bad position or compromising or anything else like that, it completely makes that moot because what about the other 85% of the people who have nothing to do with a combat role? Yeah. Um, I was listening to uh, Eli Bosnick on uh, Cognitive Dissonance and he was saying, he's like, what? He's like, so you can't be the cook? You know, it's like, why can't I be the cook? Like, yeah, exactly. Who, you know, who cares about stuff like that? Or, or the stuff, I can't you know, clean the latrines. Exactly. I can't be the supply guy Yeah. or, or gal. Who, who gives a fuck? Honestly, I can't fly a plane with supplies on it. Exactly. It's like, yeah. Whether I, I can't tell somebody to go fly a supply plane to X place. Exactly. So no, the, you can't because you're yeah. transgender. What? So the whole thing, um, I, the, I have some some uh, some transgender people in my uh, in my life on on Facebook, and when I was thinking about this stuff, it just like my heart's just like fuck, like. I mean, don't, you've got enough shit. Like, this is what I'm in my head. Like, you've mm-hmm. got enough shit to deal with. That now they're telling you that, you know, this is here's something else you can't do. Well, this is the... Fuck off. This is another one of those things when, when, when Trump was actually voted in. And, like, those things went around Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff. It's like, all these people, the, 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 gray, uh, the, the LGBTQ community needs to now be afraid. Yeah. Because they're... Rights are, are going away. And I saw a thing where basically where there was somebody holding up a flag at a Trump rally from like last year. And it was a pride flag and written on it was LGBTs for Trump. How, yeah. Now, now, I don't know how credible that was, whether or not that was just a planted thing mm. or, or whether or not there. I don't know, even if, I mean, okay, because you can be anything. You can be a conservative uh, transgender, you can be a conservative gay person, you can be a liberal, or whatever it is. But I find it more likely, or sorry, I find it less likely that you are going to be hyper right wing and anything yeah. other than straight dude yeah. or straight gal. Straight white older dude. Exactly. So, and anyone within the LGBT community had to look at Pence and say, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. No, ma'am. Uh, you know, as, as, as Hitch would say, you know, no, no, sir, no, ma'am, no day, no way. Uh, you know, you keep your delusions private. Um, but you know, like you keep that stuff. No, I'm, I'm not going to support you in any way, shape or form. But they did a lot. Like, I, I don't like from my own personal view, I don't see how any woman or minority 
could back the conservatives. Yeah, exactly. Because they're yeah. being held down. They these are the people that they hold under their boot. And they're yep. like down there like, yeah. Exactly. Push harder. It's like <laughs> what <laughs> it doesn't make any I sense. I can still breathe. Especially women like, like Yeah. That's 50% of the population and they're or the more, ones yeah. being held down. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, no. No, rise up and <laughs> fight for change. Yeah. And so I think it, I think the whole thing is stupid. I'm glad that basically, so then after that happens, basically all the, the joint chiefs and the, basically the people, the heads of the different military branches basically went to the people and say, you know, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> this is not policy. Department of Defense has to get involved. All kinds of shit. Yeah. Like, don't start packing your bags. We're not kicking you out. And guess what, Trump? You can't just tweet it and it becomes a thing. Exactly. You have to go through the process. But this, is, but this goes back to what we said before. He is yeah. a pissed off little bitch baby because he can't just say, I want it. And then, <laughs> then it happens, right? Because he's not the CEO yeah. of the United States of America. Yeah. And he's literally, like, there's all kinds of pictures of, like, on a, with a Trump head on a baby's body. Yeah. With a pacifier in its mouth and stuff like that. And they are all, I think, very accurate. Well, he's a child. He's, 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 a, he's, he's a, a spoiled little brat that's always gotten his way. Yep. Yep. And even... When it goes to shit, like his stakes and his university and all this other stupid shit that's got his name on it, yep. even when it goes down the tubes, he doesn't it's always somebody feel else's the ramifications fault. It's of It's always that. somebody else's fault. And he just pushes it off, and then he goes and does another stupid thing, and yep. he never has to face the facts yep. that what he did was dumb. Yeah, or shitty. Because he didn't stop there, right? Why would he? <laughs> did you see the video of him... Uh, talking to the police forces in uh, Long Island. Uh, I saw I saw a screenshot. I didn't see the video. So uh, I'd urge everybody um, if you haven't seen it, just just uh, you can do a Google search of Trump talking to cops in Long Island. It'll come up right away. He he stands he stands there and he says, you know, we see these people getting tossed into the back of Pat. First of all, he says paddy wagon. A nice 1930s term. Exactly, ye old. Uh, you know, ye old um, fucking asshole. But, so he says, paddy wagon. Yeah. And then he's like, you see people getting pushed in, and you see them getting put in the back of the cars, and you know, you always put, you put your hand on top of their heads so that they don't hurt their heads. He's like, don't be too nice to them. Oh my God. And, and he says these things, and at that point, I had to, I, I stopped hearing, I was still listening, but I didn't hear, no, sorry, I said the other word. I heard what he said, but I wasn't listening. Because my mouth was hanging off, and I was like, "What the fuck did he just say?" And he, and then he said something else. And this was all, so this is all raw, right? The first time I'm watching this video, and then he said something, and a bunch of people started laughing. And he's standing at a, at basically like a pulpit, yeah, <laughs> uh, with a whole bunch of cops behind him, and a whole bunch of the cops are smiling and clapping over what he said. And when you go back and listen to it, he's like, he's like, basically, he's like, "Yeah, you know, we got to get these guys, blah blah blah, and that and the other thing." And I'm just like, okay, the commander in chief just told law enforcement officers to violate people's rights. Mm-hmm. What the actual just, fuck? He even like during his campaigns, he's using inciting violence and telling oh, yeah. people get to, these like, guys out of here. Yeah, all veiled threats of, of what you should do uh, to people who are uh, who who stand against him. Is now a good time to mention just how unbelievably fucking happy I am that I'm in fucking Canada. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we can thank our lucky stars. Yeah. No, but I mean, not Jesus. They're right there. Oh, I they're, know. They're they're right there. Yeah. And what happens there affects us. We get the splash. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. The hard. Yeah. It's, yeah. We get the splash. Um, the hard part is, is that, you know, we we have this symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. that sometimes I wish we didn't have, but then in other times, well, you know, it's really good that we do because you know, blah blah blah. Is is it shitty? Is it shitty to think I'm happy that. We're such a, you know, we're, we're, I think, I'm pretty sure we're the largest daily trading partner with the U.S. Mm-hmm. I think more comes in annually from China and places like that. But I think we're the largest daily trading partner. And is it, is it shitty for me to say or to think or to think and to say that if something, if shit was to go down, the U.S. would help us? And that's one of the, it's almost like being like a. Well, what, I don't, what do you mean by if shit were to go down? Like, Russia's not going to invade through Alaska into the, the territories because, because the U.S. likes us, <laughs> right? And, and it, maybe that sounds cowardice. I don't know. But, but it's like, <sighs> I hate, there's so much about the situation that I hate. Mostly it's Trump. <laughs> America goes around... And fights. World police. Nobody brings the fight to them. No, exactly. Yeah, I mean... Except for 9-11, things like that. Yeah. But I mean, there's, like, like America isn't a war-torn country. Yeah. Right? It's not Syria. It's not... Buildings aren't falling apart. Everybody in America, as, like, even the poor live a good life. Right? I mean, I, I knew... I think some would disagree. I think maybe I'm not even sure. I 100 percent agree with you on that. Well, no, I'm just saying. But like I went to South Africa by comparison. I went to South Africa, okay. and I saw how poor people live. Yeah, right. Poor people here, like the homeless here, <clears throat> yeah. live. Standard of living is far higher. Yeah, it's interesting. You I don't live that. in a corrugated shack, and yeah. go to door to door, and they don't they don't hit, they don't sit on the corner with a cup. And ask for money. These people go door to door and ask for a sandwich. Mm-hmm. It happened when I was there. Somebody knocked on my aunt's door and he started speaking out for a concert. I didn't know what he was saying. So I got my aunt. And because I was there, I think, she didn't just shoo him away. She came back with a sandwich and handed it to him and said something to him. And he walked out. And I was like, what, what, was, what was that all about? And he's like, oh, she, he's, 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 he's hungry. He needs some food. Wow. They, they will go to your door and ask for a sandwich because they, there's... N- they have nothing. Wow, that's crazy. And it, I mean, it's just, I can't say that a, a homeless person is living a good life. Of course not. And, and it, it, it's, it's tough and everything like that. But there's, there's, there's differences yeah. across the world on what <laughs> poor is and what poverty is. Like I'm sitting here right now is. thinking, our studio is a little on the warm side. Maybe I should turn the air conditioning off. <laughs> exactly, right? First world problems. I mean, even yeah. if, you're a, if, if you're homeless and poor... In Canada or the United States, you're still in a first world country. There is places you can go to get out of the heat. There's places you can go to get out of the cold. There's places you can go that will give you food. There's all this infrastructure in place. Preach it, brother. To give to, to, to so you have at least some standard of living. Yeah. In third world countries or even developing countries, it doesn't exist. I, mean, I suppose that's true. You're just you're 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 in a shithole, and that's where you are. Yeah. There's there's nothing. There's yeah. no shovel to even dig your, dig your way out of the shithole. You're just living in a shithole, and sorry. Mm. Like, there's a picture. I was looking at pictures online. There's a, there's a, a starving child um, 
head and hands, like on death's door in Africa, vulture in the background, and he's just waiting for death. Like that's, yeah, that's 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 your life in these in these countries. So that's what I'm trying to get at. I'm not saying that no, homeless no, okay, and no. poor in Canada yeah, is yeah, a good yeah. thing. I'm right. just saying there's there's no, I get there's, it. there's no, differences. No, I get it. And the ex- yeah, the explanation helps a lot. Let's go back to hating Trump. <laughs> so so Trump is a bitch, um, and police shouldn't uh, violate people's rights. And I can't believe that the fucking president of the United States got up on stage and said, "Don't be too nice." What an asshole! What a bitch move. Yeah. What a bitch move. Well, from what from the videos I've seen with uh, the cops um, in these predominantly black neighborhoods, they're not being too nice. No, you're probably right. Now, in the vein, now, before we stray off too much, in the vein of money, with what you were talking about, mm-hmm. I found a great story. A great story. Um, BeliefNet, yeah. which is a, an interesting little... Um, it's a great place to find some... Now, it, BeliefNet comes from the belief point of view, much like Christian Week does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting. But I found a great little... Uh, I found a great link to something else. And it was the eight richest pastors in the U.S. Oh, great. So in the vein of talking about money... These fuckers that have more money than I'll ever see in my life. Oh, brother. And they're just peddling lies. Yeah. Day yeah. and night. Okay. So... Uh, drum roll, please. No, don't. Do <laughs> but starting at number eight, Joyce Meyer. Okay, a female. Jo- yeah, Joyce Meyer is a uh, charismatic uh, Christian. There you go, speaker. ladies, making the top ten. Exactly. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> fuck that wage gap. This bitch punched through. Um, through that yeah, but glass she, ceiling. she punched through doing a deplorable thing, fucking yeah. lying to people. Um, speaker and author who previously ranked seventeen. On the 25 most influential evangelicals in America. I don't even know. I, I wasn't aware that was a list. Yeah. Hopefully um, not influencing too many people. Yeah. Meyer and her husband, Dave. Lauren, Dave, whatever. Uh, I don't know why I found that funny. I don't know either. Um, it's a name. <laughs> exactly. Launched a television, television ministry, Enjoying Everyday Life. Headquartered in St. Louis, uh, in, in the St. Louis suburb of Fenton. Okay. Okay. Her net worth, $8 million. Uh, okay. Uh, eight mil. Okay. That's not, not as bad as I thought, though. I mean, it's the bottom of the list, but still. Oh, brother. But not, as, not as bad as I thought. Just I thought we'd be starting higher. Uh, number seven, Rick Warren, who, who we don't see a lot of in Canada. He's, uh, again, hyper right wing. I feel yeah, like I've yeah. said that a hundred times so far this episode. <laughs> um, nut job pastor dude in the U.S. Rick Warren founded the Saddleback Church of Lake Forest, California. Saddleback. In, Saddleback. Saddleback. <laughs> um, in California in 1980, uh, which today stands as America's eighth largest church. Wow. Warren is the author of n- n- uh, numerous best-selling books and advocates a five-point plan to bring global harmony to the world, which, pro- which involves planting churches... Yeah. yeah, I wonder how much... Drop how often churches you, everywhere. Yeah, but I wonder how often you have to water them to get them grow. Um, <laughs> Plant these churches. Yeah. Make um, sure helping the needy soil. and sick. Bullshit. Um, and promoting education. Bullshit. I just yeah. flat out call that bullshit. Yeah. promoting education. His net worth? $25 million. Whoa! Okay, that escalated quickly. From yeah, <laughs> that 25. escalated quickly. Yeah. 
Number six. Wow, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> number eight was eight yes. million. Yes. Number seven is 25 million. There's yeah. a whole bunch of numbers in between. Exactly. That you more, just than, tri- over. more than tripled it. Oh, more than God. tripled it. Just, yeah. This one blew me away. And I'll tell you why it blew me away. Because he wasn't higher on the list. Okay. Number six, Billy Graham. Oh. Yeah. I okay. figured he'd be higher on the list. Yeah. William Franklin Graham is a well-respected Southern Baptist minister and best-selling author. Yeti, I'm not going to read the whole fucking thing. But um, he's also well-known for the Graham Crusade uh, from 1947 till 2005. Graham Crusade? Graham Crusade. Yeah, not Graham Crackers. <laughs> um, it has been estimated that 3.2 million people have accepted his invitation to accept Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, yucka, 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 and that more than 2.2 billion people have tuned in to his radio and TV broadcasts. 2.2 billion? Billion with a B, Billy, Billy, billion, billion Billy Graham. Okay, we got to get more people listening to this show. Exactly. <laughs> It is believed that more people have heard him preach than any other person in the history of Christianity. Even Jesus. I guess so. His net worth? Also $25 million. Oh, okay. I thought it'd be way fucking yeah. high. Number one is going to kick so, you in the fucking teeth. So what did... Okay, so that was that was six and seven, or both $25 million. Yeah. So what put Billy in the sixth place instead of seventh place? Just because he's well-known? Um, me. I just... <laughs> I decided his name, his his notoriety by his name, bumped him to another one. Okay, there it you was go. tied, but I don't like. I don't want to tie. I want fucking. Yeah. I want one through eight. Let's put billion six. Okay. Yeah. Number five, Creeflo Dalla. Who? What? Yeah. I, I don't know. So, that name. so this Creeflo? is Creeflo um, Dollar. Um, he's <laughs> an American. Dollar. Cree- his name is Flo Dollar. Creeflo. <laughs> no, Creeflo is his first name. I know, but Dollar. Flo Dollar. Yeah. Like like dollars are flowing in. Yep. Yep. To this creep. Oh, yes. creep. Creep? Creep. <laughs> <laughs> to this creep. Um, he's an, another American pastor. Um, Creeflo Augustus Dollar Jr. So there's a senior <laughs> motherfucker. There's a senior. So who has got that name yeah. and says, I'm going to name my son this yeah. the same <laughs> Creeflo? What kind of exactly. name is that? That's almost okay. like Is at the helm of a number of organizations. Creeflo Dollar Minister, Ministerial Association. Creeflo Dollar Ministries. Isn't that the same fucking thing? Yeah. Um, and Arrow Records. Well, okay, sure. Okay. Why not diversify, motherfucker? Yeah. <laughs> he is a pastor and founder of the non-denominational World Changers Church International. <laughs> World Change. What exactly World are they Changers changing? Church. What are they changing? I don't know. Nothing. They're changing your jingly bills. <laughs> They're your jingly change into dollar bills. Yeah, his own maybe. Yeah, based in College know Park, what Georgia. Change is. Which is a suburb of Atlanta. His net worth. Twenty-seven million dollars. Okay, twenty-seven mil. Number four. Now we're getting into now. Names. What is this like? What like net worth? I, I like. I don't even know what that is because nobody's ever like. I've never even tried Assets to determine what minus liabilities net worth equals is. Net worth. Yeah, I know, but like, like how much of it is actually liquid dollars? Like, could they go out and buy like a his G6? last name is Dollar? <laughs> He's got to have a little bit. I don't fucking know. Um. Now we're getting into names you're gonna know now. Okay. Okay. No more Creeflo. No more Creeflo. Number four, Joel Osteen. I, yeah, okay. He's I know number four. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Chicklet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel Osteen is a best-selling author and a senior pastor of Lakewood Church, the largest Protestant Catholic, pardon me, the largest, largest Protestant church in America, based in Houston, Texas. Osteen spent much of his career behind the scenes. 
He founded Lakewood's television program and produced his father's televised se- uh, sermons for 17 years until his father died. Wow. So this is like a lifelong thing. His net worth, $40 million. Whoa, we're jumping Another here. jump. We're jumping here. Another, number one is going to kick your fucking ass. $40 million. Number three. Yeah. Benny Hinn. Okay. Not Benny Hill. Not <laughs> Benny Hinn. Not Benny Hanna. Um... I don't even know how to... F- I, I'm going to fuck this up for sure. Tofik Benedictus Hinn. Oh, wow. That's his name. Tofik. Tofik. T-O-U-F-I-K. That's insane. Tofik. Like, Toflik. <laughs> fuck him. Um, is a televangelist originally born in Jaffa, Israel. Okay. And was raised uh, in the Eastern Orthodox tradition. He converted to Pentecostalism, dancing with snakes, all that dumb shit. As a teenager in Toronto. Really? Yes. Local boy. And became so immersed in the faith that, he, that it actually concerned his family. Oh, okay, I feel bad for Toronto right now because yeah. we should have beat that out of him. Despite dropping out of high school, <laughs> he went on to found the Orlando Christian Center in 1983 and began... <laughs> professing his faith healing abilities. Yeah, he's this dropped is out of the, high school and this, now he's, 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 he's doing amazing in yeah. religion, so it makes sense. His net worth? $42 million. Uh, We're getting up there. Number two. Number two. Number two. <laughs> Are we going to be jumping some numbers here again? Pat Robertson. Oh, here we go. Patty boy. He's number two on the list. Yep. Motherfucking Marion Gordon Can Pat die already, Robertson. please? So the U.S. Senator um, A. Willis Robertson served as a Southern Baptist minister for many years before carving out his career as a media mogul and executive chairman of Robertson Industries and, most notably, the 700 Club, Mm -hmm. the flagship program of the Christian Broadcasting Network, which Robertson himself founded in 1960 in Virginia Beach, Virginia. 1960? We talked about this before. More than 40 years. His net worth? $100 million. Oh, my. Uh, And he's still on TV. And he's still on TV. Every chance he gets, asking people to send him more money. Yep. And. (laughs) Number one. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, your winner is (laughs) Kenneth Copeland. Oh. Yeah. Kenneth Copeland, who leads the Believer's Voice of Victory TV show and network, is a giant within the world of the faith-based Pentecostalism. Kenneth Copeland Ministries operates on a 1,500-acre campus in Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, my God. Equipped Texas with a, again. Yeah. Equipped with a church, a private airstrip, and a hangar for the ministry's $17.5 million jet. Oh my God. Copeland resides with his wife, Gloria, in a $6 million church-owned lakefront mansion. Of course. Copeland is also uh, partial Native American descent. Um, He converted to Christianity in the 1960s. His first dream was to be a recording artist. His song, Pledge of Love, made it to number 12 on the top 40 in 1957. (laughs) His net worth... $760 $760 million. You can't hear that, but that's Dean. Um, <laughs> I have a defibrillator kit. I have, to get, I have to get up off the floor. 
760 million fucking dollars so, uh, from lying to people. Yeah. We're in the wrong line of business, my friend. Exactly. I told you before, let's abandon our fucking moral compass, and in two exactly. weeks, we'll each be driving fucking Well, Ferraris. that's just it. I mean, if you can drop your morals yeah. at the door, you can, go, you can make money. Yep. And people will hand it over easily. Money, money, money. They look at prostitutes. <laughs> they, yeah, tr- I they, they drop their morals and they make tons of money. Yeah, that's the oldest profession in the world. It is. Easiest yep. way to make money. Yep. I'm always horny. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife takes such good care of me that I could never, and I would never, but I am always horny. Yeah, it's like... Things you needed, things you turned into the CA to hear. Well, that's just it. I mean, like, you know, it's... Yeah. There isn't a large demand for male prostitutes, are there? I don't know. <laughs> Women are weird. Yeah. They just, they just, Ten foot pole, please. They're not I'm look- not touching they're that not, one. They're not looking for it. It's just strange. They're the same species as us, but they're so different. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure... Um, I remember... Was it... Um, I, can't, I forget what movie Robin Williams said this in. But he said... You know, he said... He said Men are, are funny creatures. If we can't fuck it, we'll kill it. <laughs> um, and, and I'm not very, very good. And I'm not sure he's wrong. I'm not sure he's wrong. Well, I've never fucked you, but I don't want to kill you. So good. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Actually, let's not rule anything out. There's a desk between us, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not rule anything out here. Yeah, you know, let's rule that right out. <laughs> Let's just put that... That doesn't go on the shelf for later. I'm not talking about sex. I'm just saying I haven't killed you yet. Oh, shit. <laughs> See, I went the other bad place, and you went the worst... I don't know what's worse. I'm not sure what's worse. All right, let's 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 get back. Let's well, you know what? If I killed you, I'd go to jail, and then that other thing would come into play. <laughs> oh, yeah. We can't do that. We can't do fuck, marry, kill. There's only two of us. But yeah, that's true. Well, your snake's here. Yeah. <laughs> what's her name again? Lagatha. And that's from Vikings. Vikings. I've never watched Vikings. Lagatha? Uh, La- La- Lagatha. Lagatha. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Ragnar's wife. Ragnar Lothbrok. Ragnarok is the new Thor movie that's coming out. Yeah. This is weird. Ragnar Lothbrok. And okay. Lagatha. Lagatha. Badass bitch. Okay. Badass Viking bitch. Cut a motherfucker down. She, th- she's got some fucking amazing kills in that in that show. Some really fucking high. Like it was like, oh fucking yeah. I l- is it like really brutal, like gory type oh, show? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so you like know, blood on the camera. You know the and opening stuff? scene of Gladiator. Yeah. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> no, not every week. But I fucking love Vikings. Every week. So good. All right. So amazing. Is there a story? Is it just growing? Oh, yeah. There's a huge, death? Like, most of it is a story of Ragnar. <laughs> is it? Is it at all historic, historically accurate? I don't know. Or is it completely made up bullshit like uh, Game of Thrones? I don't know. But it's good. All right. We just started watching uh, uh, Outlanders, so. Um, yeah, no. Watch Vikings. You will not but be Is it on Netflix? I don't know. <laughs> Where do you watch it? Uh, no, it's on the History Channel. The History... Okay, we don't have cable, so... Yeah, but you can find, you can find that shit somewhere. Yes. I've got an Android box, and I also have the internet. And there... <laughs> I think there's five seasons? Okay. It's really it's, fucking there's good. There's so much TV. There's just... Yeah, but so much. little of it is good. Yes, but there's... So... There, but there is a lot that is good that no, I can't watch. No, there isn't. No, there is. No, there's no... Most TV shit. <laughs> most of it. My wife downstairs right now 
is watching The Bachelor. Well, yeah. Or The I Bachelorette. Mean, or whatever the fuck it is. A Bachelor show, in Paradise. There's, 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 no. <laughs> um, there's so much. There is a lot of that crap. It's bile. It is. It is bile <laughs> that filters through it, my television. Story. But I'm saying there are good shows. There's I get the, 4K the, bile. There's a... <laughs> There's a lot of good Netflix series. There's a lot of good HBO series, and those are the ones that you got to gravitate to. But even with you whittle down all the four billion channels into the actual good shows, there's still not enough time to watch it all. I guess. Yeah, you're right. There, there just isn't. All right, let's move on. All right. So in our continuing series, the one we started just last week, of seven things the church pretends are biblical. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about worship music. Um, do you want to guess what this one is? You'll never guess. No, I can guess. Service times. Service, what? Yeah. I, I didn't make this shit up. I don't understand. Okay. The early church started meeting on Sundays as a celebration of the resurrected Messiah. Uh, fast forward to today, and many meet together Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and another time for Sunday school. A friend of mine held their services Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. because... Uh, that's when they made the biggest impact on the community. What? Yeah. So, getting it, just just sticking yourself right in the middle of everybody's day. Exactly. So they can't do nothing else. Fuck the day in the ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> take that day. Bend and, over Sunday. <laughs> I'm gonna take that day and I'm gonna fuck that day. Um, but it's interesting, and and the reason I think this is interesting is because it lends. So there's lots of different talk about this, right? Because you can go to Catholic mass every fucking morning. Really? Oh yeah. Every day. Every day, there's a mass. Where? At a Catholic church. Go to a Catholic church, there's a mass every fucking day. Are those churches downtown Toronto, are those Catholic churches? Like, I don't even well, know. Well, depends which one. Because like they're Saint, always closed. Like St. Michael's Cathedral? I don't know. The one that, what's, what's the one that's on, that's on University and, and, and Front? Or I don't King? know. King, King, King and University, there's a church right there. I don't know. And it, it's always closed. Well, maybe the door... Well, I don't expect them to have the fucking doors open. And no, like say, it says closed. Party in the house. Maybe it's not... <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. But you can go to basically like a Catholic church, like um, the St. Francis of Assisi Church, Roman Catholic Church in Newcastle. Okay. It, there's a banner out front. I see it every day. That says, daily service 9 a.m. Wow. And then the Sunday service and all that other you shit. Got right? nothing better to do? Exactly. Mormons... Yeah. Keep their flock busy all the fucking time. You're always <laughs> fucking. If you're not in my house scrubbing my floors, <laughs> you're out doing something else. If you're not going out trying to get people to exactly um, Jehovah's scrub Witnesses, other people's floors. they have basically they go out in the minute. So there's and there's different stuff with Jehovah's Witnesses. Like you'll see, like there'll be pioneers. Uh, a pioneer is a witness who does, and I may get this number wrong, but I believe it's ninety hours of ministry per month. What does that mean? So it means Ministry. going out. That means ninety hours of knocking on your door and getting the door slammed a week? in your face. No, a month. A month. Okay, yeah. that's, that's that's ninety hours a month. That's still a lot. It's still a lot, right? Plus, they have uh, it's either Tuesdays or Thursdays, depending on the congregation. They have they have a book study, and they have all their own publications. <laughs> Which books? <laughs> so they're well, not really looking in depth at uh, the, the orange origin of species. No. no, no. <laughs> So the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society has a whole slew of books they've produced, like the Bible, God's Word, or Man's, 
uh, and the list goes on. Right? Mm-hmm. The Live Forever book, uh, all these other different Live things. Forever book. So afraid of death. They all. You know what's interesting? They've mentioned this. There's, but this has been something that's been mentioned on a couple of different podcasts recently, and I just wanted to to put it. Uh, I wanted to throw my two cents worth in. There's a lot of misconception about what Jehovah's Witnesses believe. There are, there are lots of people who believe that Jehovah's Witnesses think that only 144,000 people are going to heaven. That is categorically untrue. Okay, that sounds okay. a little... Yeah, it sounds a little low. Like, little, why the fuck am I bothering? A little exclusive. I'm sure that there's <laughs> 144,000 people that have lived before me that, especially that if God was real, he, they, that he would see a lot more worthy than I am. <laughs> so I wouldn't make the cut. But that's not true. Okay. Um, but a lot of people think that that's the truth, and it's not. The 144,000 is what's known as the remnant. And according to Jehovah's Witnesses theology, the remnant is what is what basically it's 12,000 people for each of the 12 tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. That when, so they take the Bible very literally, right? So I think it's in, I forget where it is, but I believe it's in Revelation where it says, a witness shall be made to all the inhabited nations and then the end will come which is why witnesses witness. They go door to door because the more people they tell, the closer we get to the end. Witness. Yeah. (laughs) So you know the doomsday clock? Yeah, yeah. They want it to hit zero. Of course. Because then, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. No, then yay. So We win. Exactly. So 12,000 for each of uh, of the 12 tribes of Israel. Those are the people who when the end comes, when the new system... I'm holding up air quotes so you can all, all see me. When the new system starts, those 144,000 people will become angels and will okay. go serve with Jehovah in heaven. Sure, why not? I learned this at one of their conferences in Hamilton at the Cops Coliseum. Oh, okay. Where I met one of the anointed. One of the, these people is going to be an angel? I met a man who said... I am one of the 144,000. When this system ends, I'm going to be an angel. Mm. And he firmly believes this. I'm and sure. my filter was broken that day. And I looked right at him and I said, you realize how dumb that sounds, right? I was at the fucking witness conference. Yeah. And I looked at this guy in the face and said, you realize how dumb that sounds, right? And what did he say? He just kind of looked at me blank-faced. <laughs> and, then, and then my brain, my brain didn't say... No, it didn't say that yet. So I kept going. Then I said, that's like saying I'm Napoleon. (laughs) And then my brain didn't say, stop. So I said, that's like hearing voices in your head telling you to do bad things. Then my brain said, stop. (laughs) At this point, the guy was white as a ghost. I don't think he went to heaven, but he was white as a ghost and he just kind of walked away. And the two people that I was with who brought me there <laughs> were kind of like, um, he's not used to hearing that. We're going to get started again soon. So... <laughs> oh yeah. They do this whole crazy thing. They have like mass baptisms uh. at these things. So they don't baptize people a lot. They have these big, huge celebrations where they baptize a bunch of people. They and they literally... Dunk your whole body and stuff? They have a fucking blow-up... They had a blow-up dinosaur pool. <laughs> I fucking shit you Dinosaur not. pool? They had a fucking dinosaur pool on the stage 
in Hamilton's Cops Coliseum. Wow. Where they had people kneel down and lean back. And, or no, like, you know, back because they fucking snap them in half. But they were, like, sitting down. They leaned them back because they believe in full body immersion. Yeah. Right? As the baptism, not just the sprinkling like Catholics. So they're doing the whole thing. And then people get up and fucking, woo, woo, you fucking <laughs> rock, man. You're fucking Jehovah's cat now. They obviously weren't saying that. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but they, that's part of they do. So anyway, yeah, it's not 144,000 people going to heaven, like, that go to heaven. It's 144,000, 12,000 for each of the 12 will tribes of Israel who will become angels Jehovah and go to heaven. As angels. They believe, witnesses believe, that when this system ends... This system. The system of things, that's what they call it. That the earth will be returned to a paradise. It will be restored. Okay. So they don't, they're not worried about climate change. Of course not. Stuff like that, because God gonna fix it. <laughs> um, they're not worried about that shit. And the earth will be restored to a paradise. Listen to this. Everyone will be resurrected. Wow. Now, the, it, it's kind of, this is the only thing I'm kind of, not, not the only thing, but one of the things I'm not 100% clear about. My understanding is, is those who didn't hear the message before the end comes, people that died before they were able to hear the message, mm -hmm. they'll be brought back to life and resurrected in perfect form, healthy body, all that shit. They'll get told, okay, this is what you totally have to do or, <laughs> and stuff like that, or you go away. Go away. They don't, they don't believe in hell. They're annihilationists. So either you live forever on a paradise earth, live forever. Yeah on a paradise earth, or you're simply gone. Okay. No suffering in hell. There's no bonfire. There's no... You're just, you're just not You're just not there anymore. Yeah. And... Now why would that bother you if you, you're not... I don't know. <laughs> it's, but, not like you're, you're, it's not like you know what you're missing. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, so that's... But, yeah, they believe that... And what I'm not clear on is if you've heard the message and rejected it, I don't know whether or not you get one last, one last shot. <laughs> um... Because I've heard the message and said that's totally bullshit. Yeah. Any and reasonable so I, person would. So if it is true, I might be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I might. Whoops. I might be a tad fucked. Uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah. So there's that. But well, anyway, I, mean, I wanted if, to. If, 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 if we die and we end up at the pearly gates, and we're going to be like, ah, oh, damn it. Although, but, oh, I mean, yeah. but I mean, like, just like. <laughs> show. Give me evidence for Christ's sake. My opinion changes with new information. Don't create the whole universe yep. and then give us absolutely no shred of proof that you actually did that. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting is that you have some other, some other churches, like the Seventh-day Adventists, um, who gather on Saturday, which is the true Sabbath. Uh, yes, you're supposed, it's um, the last day of the week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and you have um, Jews. Right, Friday at sundown. Friday, yeah. Right, that's the thing. So it, it's all very kind of fucked up. But anyway, they're they're saying you know pretend or biblical because it doesn't say. My understanding is, and I, I I was a dumb shit and didn't look this up. But my understanding is the only thing the Bible says is basically come together in fellowship. Mm -hmm. Doesn't talk about how often. Doesn't talk about any of that shit. I think Peter talks about you know like on this rock I will build my church or something mm -hmm, like that, mm -hmm. something like that. Um, but but none like there's no structure, right? 
there was no okay Sundays at two o'clock, <laughs> and then Sundays at four o'clock is the Italian service, yeah. or like you know whatever it is, you know, because there are lots of churches that have different languages. How many times do the the, the the Muslims pray in the day? Five like times. Five times. Day. It's like five times a day, and Friday is the big is the big mosque day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if you can only go to mosque one day a week, you take your ass Friday. Oh yeah, so, so we, we I used to work with some Muslims, and we actually had they would go to uh, the conference room on Fridays. Yeah. And and pray and stuff and like that. And have their little so. thing, yeah. So they have their little mats and they face to, yeah, towards yeah. Mecca and all that stuff. And, oh, but so, they, so right, so witness, going back to witnesses for a second. So they have their book study and then they have what they call their theocratic Bible school. Okay. Which is code word for indoctrinate you. <laughs> and then they have your weekly service, right? And the reason they do it multiple days is because there is something in the Bible, I forget the verse for this too, where it says, making sure you get your quote unquote nourishment when you, when you need it. Right, because if you only Three go to squares a day, because <laughs> if you only go to church once a week, you I've got six days to stray, to stray. But if I'm in church every other fucking day, yeah, you can't go that far. It's less likely that I'm going to stray. Well, you can't even travel that far because you got to get back to church. Exactly. Can you go on vacation? No. <laughs> <laughs> no vacation for you. Um. Okay, so now, now I got another thing that I wanted to talk about, which is five honest struggles most church leaders don't want to admit to. Diddling kids. I mean, that just slipped right out. Um, <laughs> well, there was that whole another story of another person in, at the Vatican. Um, they, uh, they let his name slip. Cardinal um, George Pell. And no. No, this is somebody else. Anyway, they... they, they checked his computers and he's got thousands of images and videos um different mm. videos on his home computer that he had on his laptop for when he was traveling he was in some of the videos other really yeah some of the videos most of the videos were uh kids doing things to other kids and things kids doing things to adults that's fucking real. thousands of videos thousands so- of pictures in situations like that and i go back and forth where i'm talking about this uh with my father-in-law uh, yesterday when we went for dinner, but you know the Catholic, mm-hmm. the Catholic brother-in-law. So anyway, we we're having this conversation. I said, you know, I said when I look, when I kind of think about things like this, I think about you know this taking advantage of children is very vulnerable member of the population. It it becomes it becomes very emotional, right? Yeah. You have young children. Yeah. Right. My daughter's grown, but I remember what it was like when she was a baby, and I think about people taking advantage of kids like that. Yeah. And. While I am not a proponent, per se, of the death penalty, because we know, and it's hard because I go back and forth because it gets, it's an emotional subject, right? We know that the death penalty is not a, a, good, is not a good deterrent. No. Right? Knowing that, okay, we're going to kill you doesn't stop people from doing it. No. Well, all the states with the highest uh, like, violent crime rate have the death penalty. Yeah, Texas. Texas yeah. executes more people than... Fucking ISIS does. Yeah, it doesn't stop. It doesn't deter people from from right. from violent crime. And so I, I have a hard time thinking about it objectively because it's so emotional. But when I hear about things like this, and I hear about you know guys like George Pell who had like positions of really like a lot of authority, mm-hmm. right, doing these kinds of things, I'm like, take those motherfuckers out in the town square and treat them like the Inquisition. No. Burn those cocksuckers at the stake. I maybe I shouldn't say cocksuckers. But burn <laughs> those motherfuckers at the stake. Like and let them fucking suffer. Yeah. Like chop their toes off and then and then but then 
bind them up so they don't bleed to death and fucking put gasoline on them yeah. and let them on fire, but then put it out with a fire extinguisher and make them fucking suffer because they ruin lives and the damage they do is irreparable. And to simply put a bullet in their brain or to hang them or to, to put them in an electric chair, too fucking good for them. Yeah. Too fucking good. There's probably a lot of people going, God damn, fuck it, <laughs> this guy's violent. And it's, it's hard because it's, it's very emotional. You think about young children being taken advantage in that way. And they, the children who have been abused in this way, they'll never recover. No, never. Their lives are fucked forever. Yeah. Their lives are fucked. They're going to be in, if they even admit to it, they're involved in a therapeutic process. Yeah. Shit, but how the fuck do you trust anybody? Because the last person I trust like this fu- fucking rammed it up my ass. Yeah. They'll, they'll, or made me fucking sodomize them. They'll have this like mental block so they can actually function. And then one day that, that, that wall will fall down. Yeah. And, and whatever. And something breaks. Yeah. You know, when the bow breaks, the crater will fall. All that shit. It's fucked up. I fucking murr. <sighs> Breathe. No, but it is, it is a very emotional. You're subject, getting me pissed off again like last week. <laughs> this is your fault. Yeah. Um, okay, it's so hot in here. That's the problem. It is warm. It's in hot here. in this room. But I got the, getting uh, our the blood boiling. The air conditioning is turned up. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. The vent closed or something? No, the vent's Jesus not closed. Christ. It's it's Lagatha's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Exactly. <laughs> Be nice. Um. Okay. So we'll go through maybe just the first one on this. All right. So most of us who get uh, who who go into the full time ministry do so because we have a sense of a calling. Not because it's a career path. No, because they want to line their pockets. Yeah. Creeflo Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Copeland. Yeah. Every, do you think everybody just aims like, I want, I want, like any of these guys, right? Even mm-hmm. fucking uh, Joyce Meyer. Yeah. If somebody said, you know, you can have $8 million, be like, fucking, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Take that. Copeland, $760 million. Yeah. Tax free. Exactly. Exactly. That's another point. My wife sometimes we you know we talk about you know you ever have those conversations like what would you do if we won the lottery stuff like that right I've got a whole plan I've got it all laid out yeah and yeah, I think everybody does and so I remember once we were talking about it and she's like you know she's like if we ever had and this was the this is the phrase she used she's like if we ever want enough to have you know like have like fuck off money I'm like, what do you mean by that she's like we can just tell everybody to fuck off <laughs> just having fuck off money and I'm like I love that I love you. <laughs> so glad I love you. Um, okay, so this is as long as you're not one of the people that she tells to fuck up. <laughs> you know, fuck it, man. She wins the lottery, I get half. <laughs> half. Give me half, Eddie. Well, that, Give me half, Mister. Fuck you, man. There's that uh, that, that, that joke, right? And uh, that guy comes home. He goes, "Honey, pack your bags. I won the lottery." She's like, "Oh, should I pack swimwear or evening clothes? I don't care. Just get the fuck out." <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay, so a career path. Um, chances are this is because you love God deeply. Mm. Right? <laughs> right. This is, ask the fucking question right here. It's in black and white. It's on the internet. It has to be true. So, it, so it's always a bit surprising and unusual when then ministry leaders find themselves struggling with the very God who called them into this in the first place. This is true whether you're paid, bivocational, I'm not going to touch that one, (laughs) (laughs) Um, or even a full-time volunteer. Ministry can not only be hazardous, 
to your spiritual health, it can be confusing. But the good news is, there's good news, Dean. Mm -hmm. The good news is that struggling with God is normal. And you are not alone. Damn right, it's normal. The best your leaders. Your brain actually kicks in at some point. <laughs> right. This is what the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the best leaders have struggled with God. Jacob, Jacob wrestled an angel. Moses almost quit after uh, Moses almost quit a few times. <laughs> Jeremiah uh, tried to quit but couldn't. Today's struggles might be different, but in some ways, struggle is inevitable. Personally. This is who's who fuck wrote this? Carrie New. <laughs> it's from Christian Week magazine. I can't it's uh Carrie. Okay. It's a it's a it's a guy, I'm assuming. The way Carrie spe- is yeah, spelled C A R E Y. Yeah, yeah. I assume that's like Carrie Elway's yeah, actor. A, I'm assuming this is a guy. Yeah, if it's, it's a not, K, it's a woman. If it's not, oops. Um I personally have struggled with every one of these five ch- challenges that I outline in this post. And what's amazing to me is that you can get through them. Yeah, you, well, they're all you saying... You really can't. They're all... They're, they're, Don't fuck with my emphasis, Dean. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're saying you're going you're, you're gonna to have a hard time, but keep pushing and do it anyway. Exactly. If you, if you don't believe keep, it the first time... Keep up the lie. Exactly. Just keep, keep going till you believe it. Fake it till you make it. Exactly. Sometimes, all you need to know is you're not alone, and you're not. So he has to repeat this, right? And you're not, even if you feel that way. Here are five ministry leaders' struggles in their relationship with God. We're just going to do one at a time. Uh, or we'll uh, do one this week, and we'll do more. Yeah, don't do it. Because we're already I'm, fucking I'm, hour and ten I'm minutes. I'm tired of hearing this. <laughs> I'm fucking tired already. I don't give a fuck what your struggles are. All right. $760 million. I don't care what your struggles are. Okay, number one. These are no particular order. Number one, you see setbacks in ministry as a personal statement from God about you. Mm Mm-hmm. As well they should. Hey, everybody. Thinks this way when life circumstances don't tilt their way or tilt their favor. You have a loss. Someone dies of cancer. You lose your job. It's so natural that this line of thinking would emerge in the ministry. And what line of thinking is that? That somehow God finds you guilty. Mm. Guilty. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds reasonable. (laughs) Exactly. Just because things aren't going your way in the ministry isn't an automatic sign that God is angry with you. So it's not an automatic sign. (laughs) (laughs) But it is eventually, eventually he's going to get around it. He pissed at you, man. He pissed at you. Um, I'm always amazed that constant imprisonment didn't cause Paul to second guess himself when it came to God. Fucking bullshit. That was good. Why do they always have to go back to a book that isn't real? Uh, that's all they got, man. That's all they got. God is not always, say, again this, God is not always punishing you. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes he's fucking punishing not you. Not always. God but is not. Sometimes always, that's right. But, but sometimes... Last- it feels like it is. It's like that joke. The last thing I want to do is hurt you. Yeah. Which means they have a list and hurting you is on it. <laughs> exactly. Now this, this is right out of a fucking parenting magazine, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. The key is to take the setbacks in front of you seriously, not personally. 
That's like, it's not you, it's me. That's the <laughs> fucking relationship ending cop out line of the century. You'll be so much healthier if take you do it this. Seriously, not personally. That's right. So you have to take it seriously. That seriously. Seriously. <laughs> How is that different than it's not you, it's me? It's not. It's 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 and it's totally it's totally yeah. you. Hey when it's not me. Carrie <laughs> it's not them. Fuck off. From Christian Week magazine. Sound like you just lost your ability to speak. I had just a slight just a I had just the teeniest of strokes. Um I don't know if we have time to get to all this shit. I don't think we do. Because we're at an hour and nine minutes. Um this is gonna have to get put off. Okay, let, 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 let me bring up something that I heard. Um, oh yeah, okay. Uh, uh, Do something. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not gonna. <laughs> not. I'm not talking about what, yeah, yeah. I, what I was talking about earlier. Oh, okay. Um, before we started, but did you see Kurt Cameron and how he's got he's, he's got a, a movie coming. Crocoduck boy. <laughs> he's uh, got a movie coming out, but he's he uh, put something out on Facebook that said that he's a recovering atheist. Yeah. And atheist, all atheists must own up to two facts or something like that. First of all, that, um, he, and they were both wrong, but what he said was that all atheists believe that there is no God, eh. which is true, untrue, and, all, and, and they're mad at him. Those are the two things that every atheist no. must agree to. Oh, I've <laughs> seen him pull this bullshit before. There is no God, and I hate him. Yeah. Fuck your hat. <laughs> I'm fucking, not only is he a fucking sanctimonious, self-righteous asshole, but he's also wrong on these two points. It, 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 but he says that every atheist, these are the, these are the two rules that a, every atheist needs to come to terms with or something like. First of all, that we, that we categorically believe there is no God and that we hate him. Okay, first of all, no, we don't. Yeah. We reject the belief that there is a God. Which God are we talking about? It's first, that's, that's one thing. But so, anyway, you come to me with gods. I'm, I, I, I'm not saying that there isn't a God. I'm just saying I don't believe your claim that there is one. Yeah. And secondly, how am I mad at something that doesn't exist? Exactly. Or that you're not convin- is convinced exists. Yeah. I'm fucking pissed at the Easter Bunny. <laughs> I stopped getting chocolate a lot. I gotta go... Oh, oh <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so I'm looking over at Lagatha's aquarium, and I have a timer on the light overhead because it it it's it's uh it's set up to a timer to simulate daylight, like a UV bulb and stuff that also provides heat, which is why I'm so fucking hot. Um, but yeah, you can't get mad at something that doesn't exist. Yeah, you're mad but at the I looked you no, know, but I looked over and the light went. I'm like, oh fuck the bulb. Oh timer, I'm stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I. I had, to, I had to fucking buy my own chocolate. <laughs> I've had to buy my own chocolate for years. And trust me, I bought a lot of it. But it's like, that's fucking bullshit. I'm not, I am not now. Well, it's like, I'm not mad at God. I'm mad at, I'm mad at, his, mad at his fucking followers down exactly. here. <laughs> exactly. It's like, God's okay, but his followers fucking creep me out. No, I, but if, if, now, let's take a leap. If the God of the Bible the Christian Bible mm-hmm. is actually the God that is real, then yeah, that prick is a fucking asshole. Yeah. It, uh, and if he were the God real, of the, of the Bible can't even exist. Well, no, because of all the contradictions and it stuff. It can't yeah. even be a thing. 
But let's just let's just give Kirky Boy this. Okay. Let's just give him God is real. Mm-hmm. Let's just give him it's the Christian God. Even if that were the case, yeah, he's a prick. <laughs> Big time. He's a prick. And you can pick any book you want. Yeah. And I can find dickhole things about this guy. Oh, yeah. In that book. He's but, a total fucking misogynistic, sadomasochistic... Megalo, what was Megalomaniacal, capriciously malevolent, sadomasochistic bully or something. Yeah, like it's, it's, it's boy, did we fuck that up. Um, but no, Richard, yeah. please come on and say it properly. Exactly. Maybe I'll get him to do that when we go to see him in November. Um, get him to do. Well, that you quote. can get that for as one of the bumpers. Um, oh, we can, I'll do a bumper with that one. That's a good one. But anyway, no. So, so no, Kirk, you're wrong. Um, on both of those counts. And even, you know what I would love? That's just as wrong as the banana thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. If I could, if I could actually, and I would love, I would invite if, uh, um, Kirk, if you're listening, um, (laughs) (laughs) then I, I would be pleased to have you on the Canadian Atheist. And I could guarantee you an absolutely fair platform. And we would not say fuck even once. Uh, we can keep it totally clean. I've done it. I did, but it, for, we'd we did it for Blake down Genta. the fucking truth on your head. Exactly. Like, like fire and brimstone. We did it for Blake. We did. We totally were. And that was Cleaned hard. it right up. That was hard. But we did it because I say fuck a lot. Yeah. You like do. that. You do. Now. Um, but you don't even realize you're saying it sometimes. Because I honestly don't think you want to swear around my kids, but you do. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I'm an asshole. <laughs> But okay, so but what I would what I would ask him if if I had him on Skype or in studio or something like that, I would say, so you say you're a recovering atheist, mm. okay? So um, I love I love what Matt Dillahunty says about belief, right? He's like, you don't choose your beliefs. Belief is belief is the process of becoming convinced that something is true or likely true. I love that. Yeah. Love, love, love that definition. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very accurate. What I would say is, what convinced you that all of the science was wrong? Yeah. And what convinced you that the Bible is correct? What convinced you? And then just sit there and look at him blankly. What's that idiot friend? While of his? I eat a banana. That's an idiot friend, banana boy. Convinced oh, him. Comfort. Ray um, Comfort. That's that's what convinced him. Do you think that's what convinced him? Yes. Ray Comfort is not that charismatic. I. We're he's talking about Kirk adult. Cameron here. Talking about Kirk Cameron here. He's, he, he's, he, he was a child actor. He's not exactly... You don't think he, he's deep? <laughs> he's not exactly a Mensa member. <laughs> deep as a spoon, yeah. I don't know. I don't know that much about it. I don't know how smart that guy is. Um, I know that the whole crocoduck thing and all that. Remember, what, well, he did that Nightline thing. Well, I mean, like, those pictures the, the crocoduck and the banana thing. These are people who... who they don't even have the most basic understanding of science. And you cannot say that evolution is shit and not know anything about it. I guess that's true. Well, you can. You can say it whatever you want, but it just makes you look silly yeah. and incredibly dishonest. Well, you can't... I remember one of the debate. I remember the debate he did. Like, I can't say I hate snakes because of the way they run. It's like, if you don't <laughs> know anything about snakes, you can't talk positively or negatively about a thing you know nothing about. So, but you really think he knows nothing about it? Crocoduck. You know, know nothing about it. No, I know, but maybe it is just comfort that kind of indoctrinated him into it. 
I don't know. I don't know how close they are. Maybe they just found each other after they were, you know. But it's it's if you if you can say the word crocodile, you don't know anything about evolution. Yeah, I guess that's true. They've been they've they've been fed the the BS right from the religious uh, environments who also know nothing about it. Or they 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 know that that. Things are supposed to change. Oh no! One species becomes micro, another species. Micro evolution is totally true. Yeah, but macro evolution. evolution is not. But yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. They, they they they've heard that evolution is the change of one species into another. So then they say things like crocodile. It's like no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. That's not no. <laughs> although, although if you um in in looking at um in reading uh, which was the Dawkins book that talked about this, where he talks about the hairpin curve. Uh, is that Ancestors Taylor? I can't remember. But anyway, anyway, Dawkins talks about this where he says you can go from any modern any modern species. So you can go from Yeah, it's Ancestors so, Tale. I read that, yeah. yeah. So there is there is a link from giraffe to goat. Yeah. There is a link from daffodil to, to falcon. Yeah. Like those things exist. Yeah. You have to go far enough back and then you make that hairpin and from that hairpin turn, mm-hmm. you can go anywhere in well, the, that's just, in like the I was, bush. Right? I was I was I was explaining this to my son. I was saying like if like say mummy held hands with Nana. Right. Right? And then Nana held hands with her mom. And her mom held hands with her mom and mom and mom and mom and back dad and, and, and dad and yep. dad and mom and mom. And you keep on going back. Eventually the hand that you're holding would also be the same hand, it would be the same mom or dad that led to Khaleesi, our dog. Yeah. Right? They would be, you'd be holding the same hand. And Khaleesi, mm-hmm. like if she touched her mom's paw and paw and paw and paw and paw, eventually you'd be getting, you'd be, the same thing, the same animal would be the parent of both those, of, of us, of me, yeah. and my dog. Right. Yep. All those things. Yeah. Very cool. That was deep. Oh, now I gotta reach out to Ray Comfort. <laughs> but I've bashed him Kirk. so much. Kirk. I've bashed him so much. Reach on out to Twitter. Kirk. He's he's dying to be famous again. You think so? Oh my god, he's dying to be famous again. We have we do have he, listeners around the he, world. We do. It, it's the, the proofs are in, the proof is in the numbers. But I mean he just wants to you get think the word. He's that, you think he's that desperate to be famous again? Can we make him famous? We're not even <laughs> We're not even famous. Uh, yeah. Multiply I'll some, make you famous, if you multiply, if you multiply infinity by zero, it's zero. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, no, I mean it's it's one. But anyway, um, that's like from it's like from that movie uh, Dumb and Dumber. It's like, would you say the chance is like one in a hundred? And <laughs> she's like, like one, one in a million. million. So you're saying Same there's a chance. chance. I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. I, I hear what you're. I hear what you're, I picking up what you're throwing down. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So we can't. We, Kirk, we can't make you famous. But, no, um, but I mean. We can really. He's got it. some stupid movie coming out, and it's it's. it's I just, remember the whole. What was it last year? Kirk Cameron saved Christmas or some shit like that. What? Yeah, do you remember that? No. Kirk Cameron saves Christmas. It was this whole Jeebusy <laughs> thing. It was a whole like this. The the father wanted to celebrate Christmas, and the kids were, and the kids and the wife were like, I don't get, I don't care anymore, and this whole kind of fight for the guy to save Christmas for his family and. Da, da, da. Saving and the, Christmas for family yeah, has absolutely nothing to do with Christianity. Well, yeah, but that's a whole other topic. It's about putting up a tree and putting presents under that tree. That's it's right. cultural. It's pagan. It's no longer religious. It's pagan. 
So don't and, say, oh, you can't, you're, you're an atheist, you can't celebrate Christmas. Yes, I can, motherfucker. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with Jesus. Exactly. Unless you nail him to the tree. My son has <laughs> Here's no my idea. tree topper. My son has no idea who Jesus is, and we celebrate Christmas every year. It'd be interesting. I'm, I'm very curious. I'll be curious to see this time, especially with your kids, um, how that happens. And I promise when I'm telling, I won't say fuck too much when I'm, I'm explaining it to them. Uh, <laughs> Along with you. Here's the fucking thing. No. Uh, okay, but we're an hour and 20 in. What were you going to say? No, that was it. Oh, okay. That was it. There was a moment of deep thoughts. Explaining, but you said it, uh, explaining what I'd be curious kids. to see how that journey is with like, young kids now. Oh. You know, as opposed to what happened in the, the Jeebus. So like, like growing up completely. Secular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to have questions, and I'm going to answer them honestly. Any questions that he has, I answer honestly. If he's got questions about sex, he's got questions about where babies come from, he's got questions about why the sky is blue and why the grass is green, I'm going to answer them honestly. Good. That's all. That's that's all there is. Like, there's. I don't. Don't understand, fuck your kids up. I'll I don't do understand that. why people like lie to their children or or even try and sugarcoat things. Like, you know, the stork brought babies. Like, no, yeah. tell remember. them. Where it, why, where it comes from. I remember hearing my mother tell my sisters that babies come from the Cabbage Patch. She told my sisters that shit. And the closest sister to me in age is six years older than I am. So when I was old enough to remember, she was old enough to know better. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the youngest sister who's... <laughs> <laughs> but that's another, that's another episode. Yeah. Anyway, now we're an hour and 20 in. My son knows penis. My son knows vagina. And as long as you keep it, like, clinical, yeah, you tell them where babies come from. Yeah. Do you remember that show, The Miracle of Life? No. The PBS show? No. It starts off with, like, shows like an, in, anyway, that's a, <laughs> we'll be like three hours and five minutes later. <laughs> yeah, okay, let's end it here. Google, Google the show, Google the old PBS show, The Miracle of Life. Um, it's actually pretty well done and, uh, it's got the money shot right, almost right in the beginning. <laughs> it That's does. not how you make babies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, sorry. I'm thinking different money shot, the actual ejaculation into the vagina. So <gasps> the podcast just went X rated. Oh yeah. Well, weren't you saying that we're not allowed to advertise or something cause we're X rated or what, what was it? We're, we're too explicit. What was it? Oh, for um, the Google Play Store. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they wouldn't put us on because of content restrictions. Fuck you, Google. Fuck you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> fucking I didn't mean that. I love you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but fuck you. Um, okay, so an hour and 22 minutes in. That's all it. Right. That's it's, it. That's all. Yep. We got to um, keep, it, keep it short or we're going to lose listeners. Exactly. <laughs> so until next week. I have been Michael. I have been Dean. And we will see you later. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye-bye. This has been The CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. Just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are solely those of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here soon.